Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy. And I'm Jackie. And we're here to discuss spiritual health. <laughs> Continue the topic. Continue. Yes. Each month we have a topic. This month is our fourth in a series on health. All these different areas of health that we are looking into. As we are very rarely, if ever, experts in a topic. <laughs> this is also one that we are not an expert in. <laughs> that is a true story. Right? So, <laughs> but I, in all topics, we are interested. And that's the commonality that we share. And perhaps you too. And that's why you're joining us. Because you're interested in growing by degrees and learning just how to stretch yourself a little beyond where you were mm. maybe yesterday. That's where we're at. Love it. And so today we are looking through the lens of community. Mm. So we're asking, how does spiritual health affect how we show up in our communities, like our spiritual health? And then we also tend to look at it as what's kind of like the spiritual health of our community that impacts us as we go about our community. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, you know, every month, Jackie and I love getting to this lens because we both have mm. just a deep love. Passion. Yes, a deep passion and love for our communities yes. and how we engage in those communities because we really believe that they are impactful. Our communities are impacting us, whether we realize it so much or not. And vice versa, we can also impact our communities. We do have influence. I was going to say we have power, but I kind of, you know, that sounds different. Like we have control, which is what we definitely don't have. (laughs) Um, But we do have some influence. And I think to say that we have none would be incorrect. So... What we're kind of looking at today is what we've what we've gone through is what's spiritual health anyway. And in our first episode, we talked about spiritual health being like the glue that holds all these other pieces mm. together. We went through mental health first and then physical health and relational health. And spiritual health is, you know, the spirit in between that's holding all these things together and kind of drawing them close, I think, Con- the connector. Yeah. And we also have talked about how that's perhaps different than faith mm-hmm. in like a religion, but that they are kind of... There's in, a lot of overlap. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Inseparable also. Right. And so, you know, today we are going to kind of just look at these things and yeah. talk about them. Yeah. Right, and, Jackie? You know, I feel like, well, I want to start with a little story. Um, story is the wrong word. Uh an anecdote. Um, <laughs> so in our last episode, we were talking about that we were on our way to a, a wedding shower. And now the wedding shower is over. But as I reflect on that shower, um, it it just, I think moments like that are such a great opportunity to say, you know, this is my community. This is the community of which I'm a part. Mm-hmm. And um, 
that was such a beautiful example of how community comes together to, to, well, do you know, I'm sure you know, does everyone know that why we call it a shower? Why? Why we call a wedding shower a shower? Do you know, or are you just? I thought it was like because we're showering them with that's gifts. It. That's or exactly it. That's like exactly it. It's just that them. simple. Oh, okay. We just shower them with gifts. Exactly. Um, I think now I'm I'm questioning myself, but yes, I think so. Um, but it's also just a time a, a time for community to come together and to mark this moment in the bride's life, right? And yeah, and to shower them with other things, love, like accolades, blessing, and love, and, uh-huh. and um, which Jackie did so beautifully yesterday. Oh, I will you interrupt friend. you because I want to tell the world that Jackie was, I think, asked and had prepared like a blessing statement. And she had everyone together, however many, 30, 35 women yeah. that were there, um, to really reflect on the bride to be and have her sit here and just receive blessings mm-hmm. and um, reflection over this foundation of love and faith and family that she has been brought up in yeah. and how beautiful and unique, unique and blessed that scenario is yeah. for her. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Thank you for that. And it, it, it just, as I was preparing for that, and even this morning as I was sitting in church and looking around and, um, you know, we were at one church for 12 years. Now we've been at another church for, I don't know, 10 ish years um, and a lot of the people that were at the other church with us are now at this new church as well. But that is a big part of what makes up my community. But here's the thing. It wasn't like 20 years ago or 24 years ago. I was like, this is going to be my community. I choose you and I choose you and I choose you. It just happened. And had I been more aware at that point in my life, when I was like 30 when I moved to Salinas, maybe I would have been more intentional about how I cultivated my, and, and, don't get me wrong. I'm very intentional in my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, probably more intentional than I just tend to be intentional. But but I didn't think about just the longevity of those relationships and how it would turn into one of the like greatest joys of my life. And how would you know? How would you know? How would you know that you were going to well, know Well, now I'm going to tell my kids. I'm going to tell my kids. Listen, like... <laughs> When you start having kids, like those people that you spend time with and you invest in, that investment comes back so powerfully 10, 15, 20, 30 years later. Like don't minimize those relationships and find the ones that matter to you and pour into them, invest in those relationships because those moments 25 years ago become my most cherished community now. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And, um... And so I was just reflecting on that yesterday at the shower and then this morning at church. And uh, um, I'm super grateful. And also, it makes me realize that investments I'm making now are building my community for 10 years from now, 20 years from now, right? I mean, that's that's going to be truth. As we move into, for me, for this new season, I was telling someone recently on Facebook, it's literally all my friends are moving their kids to college. So mm. every single person's like, drop my kid off. And we're all feeling this pain of like letting go and we're all experiencing this together. And so that's what my community is feeling. And so it's been an opportunity for me. I just talked to, in fact, one of my friends who dropped her daughter off at college and I talked to her on the phone the other day. And at the end of the call, I just said, hey, can I pray for you? And she's like, 
yeah, I mean, I think it took her off guard a little bit. She's like, uh, sure. But I prayed for her on the phone and it was at the end, she's like, oh my gosh, that was so sweet. Thank you. And it was just like a moment of connection for us. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so I'm just, I'm just reflecting on the goodness of community and how seeds you plant really do matter later. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. So any thoughts on that? Well, I, I'm thinking of something I mentioned to Jackie as well in maybe a different origin is that I yesterday after we went to that red oh, yeah. I had been invited by an, an old high school friend who's in between moving from country to country actually and is taking a stop uh, over a holdover I don't know what you would say a, a layover a long month long layover yeah. staying with his mom here in Salinas before he moves on to New Zealand and he got um together a group of I don't know 10 12 people that are maybe still kind of in this area to get together from our youth, our high school years. Yeah. And I walked in and I didn't know that who was going to be there. And I walked in and immediately just um, tears mm. because I, it was so, all so beautiful and special to see these like loves. This is what I told them this morning as we're all group texting now, like yeah, mad. Yeah. Um, that like you have loves of your life that are not necessarily romantic loves Aww. that you have loves of your life that no matter how far in between you see one another and it's love at first sight yet again <laughs> or love it next sight. Right. It's kind of how there I phrased it. And, and it, it was so beautiful, like my best friends from high school, Aww. that we haven't seen each other for eternity. And here we are back and just shared that same love of experience. And we touch base every now and again. And every time it's just beautiful. And every it was like just a lovely, lovely evening of, you know, just kind of catching up yeah. and just sharing where we've been and where we're at and the struggles and the joys and... You know, my two kids came and they saw this and I was like, this gal here. And I was just pointing to each person like this one I met, you know, because our last names are C and C, you know, and we sat next to each other in middle school at Washington Middle School. And there we are. And, you know, this one I met on this, just different things that you meet people over the years and that we all became friends through the high school years and then have stayed Kind have of you in stayed touch in touch all these years, That's amazing. and we come back together every few years, mm. and it's just beautiful. Yeah, and just what a, an awesome community of just kindness and encouragement. Oh, so good, and just learning about what they've been up to and the amazing gifts that they're sharing with the yeah. world. Um, like so three cool. of these, three of them are like film producers and are traveling. That's where he's moving to New Zealand to be an executive producer, and. Just, you know, my friend who became a professional architect. And it's just, it's incredible the things that they have accomplished and the creativity that they bring. And that we were all just able to celebrate one another. It was such a beautiful, also spiritual experience. And that's why I think that, you know, the spiritual health of each of them, each of us, um, pursuing our life's passions Mm. and encouraging one another through that and coming back and just celebrating one another. It was so So beautiful. That is amazing. It was really just a beautiful evening. And so imagine if you'd passed that up, you would have missed out on that. I know. That's really sweet. I love that. And even for my kids to see it. Yeah. That's impactful for sure. One of them texted this morning because she had her three daughters there. 
and her daughter, who's a seventh grader, it, she said when they got home, her daughter told her, Mom, I, I could totally see it. These were your people. <laughs> and even for the daughter to be so, like, astute Insightful, to, yeah. to notice these things and then to be able to say that. Aww, anyway, that was pretty beautiful. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, um, I think as we kind of look at this topic, I, I want to do, I want to look at three things. I want to okay. look at the impact of spiritual health on our communities, um, how over, uh, overcoming challenges in spiritual health can um, impact community living, like living in a community, and then practical steps we can take toward a spiritual, spiritually healthy community. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a mouthful. Um, so let's start with um, the impact of spiritual health on our communities. So like, you just kind of, and it was such a great transition because what you just said is when when we bring our spiritually whole selves mm-hmm. into a community, mm-hmm. right, then um, it impacts our our attitudes and our behaviors towards other people and allows us to be whole enough to celebrate each other. Yes. Right? Like, so if you, if you bring your spiritually whole, now not perfect, still mm-hmm. broken, but spiritually healing self into that scenario last night, maybe you're like jealous. Like, why does he get to go to, to New Zealand? New Zealand. That's not fair. Like, how yeah. did he, like, I don't know. You know, it's, it's so much more beautiful when you can bring yourself as a whole person into that moment. Um, and I think that we sense that in other people, right? Mm-hmm. In communities. Mm-hmm. When, when someone brings their whole self. Yes. And you can feel then safe. Like, they are their whole self. I am my whole self of reminding, again, An broken. Authentic, and authentic self, which is a real, true, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we can be, we can feel safe to celebrate each other. And to, mm-hmm. we always talk about when a rising tide lifts all boats. So that you were so authentically excited for your friends mm-hmm. and the goodness in their life. Instead of having any kind of disdain or jealousy or whatever you might feel if you were um, in a different place spiritually. Yeah. So I think that, that that really fosters healthy relationships, which, which builds strong communities, Yes, ultimately, right? Mm-hmm. It's the fabric of our community is a mm-hmm. strong, healthy relationships. Um, and, and those attitudes and behaviors, we had a... Um, we had a Viacom Dio several episodes ago, which was just to, little things we could do out in our community to kind of build that fabric of community. And I think this this works here too. Like if we're spiritually healthy, we're not like walking around stewing about what that person just did or what that person just mm-hmm. did. But we can we can bring our full presence to the grocery store, yeah, to the well, guy it, that's checking us out at Target. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> reduces the, judgment and yes. it reduces competition. Correct. Those two things, yes. And just a victim t- mentality too of like, they cut me off and why is everybody, you know, you know, so if you, if you can bring that, that peace that passes understanding when we are in a spiritually healthy place to our interactions in our community, it, it just strengthens the fabric of our community, whether it's our city or a smaller community like you had last night. Um, and, and I think that if we think about just sl- slightly smaller communities, but really this works for any community, it, it fosters and promotes forgiveness compassion, empathy, and those three things really make for strong communities, right? Mm -hmm. As I think about even yesterday, and I don't think she would mind me sharing this at all, but the mother of the bride yesterday, she and I have been friends for 23 years, and we have been down some roads (laughs) 
I mean, we have both had to forgive each other. We have had to look past differences that we had. We have had to move through seasons where we weren't connected um, and then forgive each other for that. And, and then we've also had just moments of celebration and moments of joy and connectedness and compassion and empathy. And, um, but all of those things have led to the strength of kind of like our family community, what it is today. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't trade any of it, you Mm -hmm. know, but some of it was hard. Right. So that's the overcoming challenges part, right? Correct. And when we can, but does it yeah, what also a great go transition back? <laughs> Look at you. But what does it also go back to authenticity? Is, Wait, tell me what you mean. Probably. But like the overcoming challenges part. I guess it's being authentic with mm, A, the challenges that you personally are having that you mm. bring so that you can I think I think that's a big as everybody knows who's ever listened to me I think that's the great a great connector yeah really and that once authenticity the authenticity exactly is has in my experience been the greatest connector ever not too much information where I'm divulging every hot detail or skeleton in my closet or something to everyone I come across although maybe I've overdone that a little bit in the past as well um, as we all have. Yeah, I think a little TMI maybe. Um, however, when I say I, you know, and I bring my authentic, whole, broken, true self. Yeah. And not just my shiny self. Correct. That that has been my greatest connector. And if I can not only be authentic, but also be, is humble the right word? No. Like maybe have some humility, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or openness to be like, maybe I'm not handling all these things the greatest. Um, without flipping over to victim mentality, like you yeah, just said. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, okay, so I'm. This is an area of growth for a growth area growth. for me. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting as you were just talking. At this point, we've been talking for how many years? Three, five. Four. Five? Has it been five? <laughs> this is our fifth season. I don't believe it. I'm in denial. It yes. can't be true. Yes. So all of these years, I think maybe it's come up one other time before, but I've, this is like a new aha moment oh, for me. I love it. Is, you know, you and I are 10 years apart in age. Oh, yeah. Right? And and often you, you ref, reflecting on, we used to call it masks, mm. the masks we would wear mm-hmm. and authenticity. That was so... So much a part of my growth from my late 30s into my mid 40s mm-hmm. was thinking about masks and how do we, because I think in my 20s, I was busy making my masks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what mask do I need in this situation to be accepted? What mask do I need in this situation? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, <laughs> or even like, and obviously I was not aware of that. This is just me reflecting now, 25 yes. years later. And then in my late 30s ish, or my 30s, I don't even know, whatever, later, um, I started to realize these masks are not serving me. I'm mm-hmm. not, these, it doesn't work. This is a broken, approach. <laughs> and then I got really interested in authenticity and and taking masks off and being my true self and what does that look like in relationship and like it feels like like that's kind of where you are right now and mm. and that's not to minimize that at all it's such an important it's so important but I'm I'm like less interested in that now for some reason and I'm wondering about that like what mm. I'm just wondering about like authenticity doesn't actually matter to me that much anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is that interesting? <sighs> like that interesting. it mattered to me for a whole long time. Um, 
And now what matters to me more than authenticity is simply showing up, whether you're going to be authentic or not. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, maybe that's just it. Maybe just showing just up. Just showing just up. Show, like, and you, you talk about that too. Um, but... Yeah, I well, I think just now I'm. I think I've always thought that I didn't wear a mask Ooh. because I've always been sort of open. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes I think my openness is a mask. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which is like, what? <laughs> what in the world? Wow. You know, sometimes I think me that I. It's, I've said this yeah, part yeah, before yeah, yeah. is that I judge people for being judgmental. Uh, that's silly, right? Now I'm judging as well. So like what? And I see that in myself and I hear it, but it's, it's sometimes it's just in reflection that I, that I notice these things. So powerful. after I've already done it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, but, it, it. but that's where you have to start. Like that's where we all have to start. Whatever the thing is that we notice in ourselves. Yeah. Um, right. And then we just start there and we say, that's not who I want to be. Like I want to be different than that. Right. And, and then we just start there. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think this has come up recently too, and we're getting off topic. We'll, we'll come yeah. back in a second. But just to me too, it's this idea of trust. Because, okay, what you said is so powerful. I, I feel like I do know a handful or a lot of people, myself maybe included, who kind of use authenticity as a weapon. Like mm-hmm. you're not being real with me. You're not being, or yep. and and I want someone to trust me that actually I'm being as real as I know how to be right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and and I've had enough people say to me in my life like, no, I don't actually believe what you're saying to me, and and so, ironically now my thing is like I want to trust people when they say to me mm-hmm. how they're feeling or what they're where they are. Like, and I don't I don't get to decide if they're being authentic or not. Right. I just get to decide that what you're bringing to me right now is enough. Exactly how you're bringing it. Oh. It's enough, and I do- say that again because I'm gonna write it down for well, myself. Well, I'm still doing, I'm still figuring it out. Yeah, Stace, I, no, I. <laughs> it's just but like I want to like repeat this. That. Like, like it used like, to. I don't know what to say. Oh, let me try. Um, like I'm choosing like, to believe. It was this like it was kind of like this this righteousness of I'm being real and authentic, and yep. if people aren't real and authentic, I don't want you know. And yeah. and then it started to feel like a barrier to me, and it started to feel like. People were like using it as a weapon, mm-hmm. like, oh well, you're not, you're that's not authentic. That's not what you really believe. I saw it on your face or whatever, and and I, at, at several times over the years now, I'm feeling like I need you to believe that I'm being the truest that I know how to be, and I'm bringing my truth self to you. So then I have to reflect that back to the people in my life. However, you come to me. That's how I want to take know you. I want to know the you that you're bringing to me. I don't mm-hmm. need to wonder whether it's true. I don't need to wonder if it's authentic I just I'm gonna love and accept you how you show up yes yes Um, I think that and it's so much more peaceful than wondering well is that what they really mean are they being authentic am I being off like there was a lot of and and I think you have you do have to wrestle with that because it's like like it's an arc right it's a it's a journey because all of it matters ultimately yes but getting to a place where it's like, yes, authenticity matters. It matters that we don't have masks on. And also, if you're coming to me with that mask right now and you need that mask, I love you just like that with that mask on. Oh. That's exactly okay. It doesn't need to be taken off. It doesn't need to go away. It's great. It's great. And it, it, it doesn't need to feel like this huge burden to like uh-huh. get rid of all my masks. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. also, will that ever happen? I'm not sure. 
Mm, good point. So I don't know. I, I, this Can that just, just like be our Viacon Dios? Yeah. I need to sit with this for a minute. Totally I can't talk candy. about more now. Okay. I, I'm down. I'm down. It and totally I mean it. I, I, I need yeah. to like really hear this again and again because that's really impacting me. Because if you listen to our last episode, you guys, is that um, I think what I bring to the table is a lot of expectation. Mm. A lot of demands. Um, and that's out of my lack that I need something. I'm expecting mm. it from somebody. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, right. I, I'm wrestling with all these yes. things. Yes. Yes. And so this is something that I think I need to turn over around mm. and look at it and write it and yeah. paint it or something. Yeah. And. Yeah. Um, go back and listen. Can I stop us right of here? Of course. A hundred percent. Because I. Oftentimes, this is why I don't listen to so many podcasts or read a lot of books. Yeah. Is because I have to like sit with that. Sit with yeah. it for yeah, a long me time. Me too, for sure. To really, there's too many things to know and learn and whatever. Right. And if I just move on to the next great big idea, great. Well, I have never really actually processed. So let me try to like kind of repeat this back to you. Okay. Let me hear. And this is what I wrote down as like a goal for myself is that showing up with whatever mask or non-mask is authentic. Mm. Because, and I, because that's who, what, you're, what you're able to bring right now. Yes. And for me to choose to believe what you mm. are bringing and to love what you're able to bring right now and accept what you're able to bring right now and be full of empathy and compassion without judgment mm. with whatever you're able to bring right now is enough. Mm. And then I want to celebrate that you're even showing up. Yeah, totally. These are, I'm saying that, I said that sentence, you guys, but I, I want to want to be able to do that. Yep. And that's my via con Dios is to even just learn how to repeat that phrase and kind of turn mm. this around. So I encourage, if you guys would like to join me in this Via Con Dios, which is our little action step at the end of each episode, to kind of turn over and accepting whatever the other person is bringing, whatever the community, in, and that's what mm. we're full of, is people in a community yes. that are bringing what they're able to bring right now yes. and truly believing that that's the ability. That's what they have. Because if I flip it around... That's all I'm able to bring right now is yeah. whatever I have. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And it, it's just healing. It's healing. It feels like what I want to receive. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore, flip it right back around, <laughs> what I would love to learn how to give. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, okay, everyone. Thanks. thanks for joining us. Bye, con Dios. <laughs>